The following is paid programming. Securities offered through Peak Brokerage, LLC. Member FINRA, SIPC. Investment advisory services offered through Independent Solutions Wealth Management. The financial guys in Independent Solutions are not an affiliate of Peak Brokerage Services, LLC. The political views on this show do not reflect the views of Peak Brokerage. This show is not intended to provide specific legal, tax, investment, or other professional advice. Please consult a professional for your specific situation. This radio show is for informational purposes only and is not intended to solicit or recommend any particular security. The information discussed is obtained from sources believed to be reliable, but its accuracy and completeness are not guaranteed. So the best way to get something done, if you, if it holds near and dear to you that you uh, um, like to be able to, anyway. It's time to talk money. I'm, we're going to get a lot done. The Financial Guys Radio Show. Okay, um, hang on. Uh, sorry. Oh. Here are the Financial Guys, Glenn Wiggle and Mike Lomas. Welcome back. If you're just tuning in, this is not Mike Lomas and Glenn Wiggle. They are off today. This is Mike Hayflick, Mike Sparaza, and Ryan Norton in studio. So it's a three for two. That's right. It takes our three brains to almost be as good as Mike's and Glenn's and and their competence doing what they do every single week for, what, almost 20, over 20 years now. So we always enjoy being here. Um, a little less upbeat. I'm, I feel a little less lighthearted today. Um, usually we try to have a little bit of fun, we we make fun, we try to be informative. Um, today it's really hard to do that, folks. Um, really difficult. Uh, we're going to be talking about the ongoing catastrophe in Afghanistan. In fact, I think we could sum it up by saying we'll talk a lot about how this entire only seven-month Biden presidency has already been catastrophic. Uh, Mike, you mentioned all sorts of things that we'll talk about that he's already done. Not to mention now there's 13 American soldiers that have died because of his just absolutely absurd actions. Um, but it was already bad. Well, I was going to say, I feel like that at this point now is the cherry on top to say, I mean, the, the joke's over now, right? The, 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 the comical Biden right. jokes and Kamala jokes, it, 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 you can't even joke about it anymore. Yeah. It, it's past that at this point, and, and that's what's so upsetting. Yeah. I mean, and even like we could have argued that, come on, calls for his resignation over some of his gaffes and some of the other things like shutting down a Keystone XL pipeline and allowing basically policy that would allow Russia to become even better and bigger in terms of oil production and all that. We could have said, oh, we got to impeach him. And people would have said, come on, you know, this is just a different president doing things that presidents will do. Um, But I think calls for resignation and impeachment are absolutely, completely 100 percent warranted now. I mean, I don't, I don't know how you can let this man lead much longer without, you know, having another catastrophe and then another one and then another one and then another one. Right. Nobody fears us anymore. Nope. I mean, we've, we said that to each other all week, Ryan. Like, if you're any other country, right, uh, let's just do whatever we want because we know they're not going to attack or, or, or toughen up, right? It's yeah. time for the adults in the room to, to show up. Right. Enough is enough. We, we went through the experiment. It's, it's over. It's time for the adults to step up. But the other thing is, it's everybody knew what they were getting. If you didn't want mm-hmm. mean tweets, then this was your alternative. So it's almost like you, you have to have a sense of sympathy because you feel bad that they thought this was a better alternative. But mm-hmm. you think at the same time, what did you expect? You are getting 100% of right. what you looked at him 
and thought you were going to get. This is it. This is all. I mean, for, for God's sakes, the guy couldn't do uh, you know rallies and press conferences the whole you know campaign trail. Right. I mean, are we shocked now? He's not answering questions. Is that shocking to anybody that he does a five minute pre pre recorded pre read mm -hmm. uh, script and then walks off and doesn't answer questions? Is that surprising? Yeah. It's not to me. Uh, we see the back of his head as much as we see his face right. because you see him mostly turning his back on the the camera and walking slowly back, kind of meandering back to his handlers, essentially. Which and, he's uh, not following either, right? Well, no, well, I mean, they're well, trying to right. show him how to get back into the White House. Right? Yep. I mean, if you can't fill a Moose Lodge parking lot as part of your campaign rally, mm -hmm. you're, you're not going to be taking questions because you, you don't right. – <laughs> what are you going to do? But he's still got more votes than Barack Obama, right, in right. the general Record election. Record-breaking, I'm yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. That no, makes no all, don't question about it. All $81 million he got. That's yep. right. Yep. So you know what? I'd like to challenge anyone who actually voted for Biden. I'd love to challenge you and call us. Call us. It's an open line, as you know. Uh, 1-800-616-9236. That's 1-800-616-9236. Challenge you to say to us, I'm still happy that I voted for Biden. Okay, can you see through the hate and your disgust for a guy that did all sorts of maybe off-color tweets and, you know, was, was bold enough to stand in front and say that, you know what, this guy's an idiot, she's a clown, you know, you were upset by his his rhetoric and his his you know off color humor. Would you still rather have Joe Biden in office? I'd love to hear from you. And I think the biggest thing is is the argument again. And I think some people on the left still don't understand this. The argument about what happened this week is not, oh, we're mad because Joe left Afghanistan. That's not the argument. It's it's everything that he's done to leave Afghanistan has been an utter nightmare. Right, mm -hmm. leaving weapons there. You right. know, having zero plan how to get people in and out of the airport, closing mm -hmm. down other airports. You could have had two airports right. or three. That's right. right. It, it's it's everything he's done. Oh, and by the way, him and his generals for the last, what, three months saying this would never happen. We're okay right. here. We're fine. Yep. It, it, trust us. It, we're all in agreement together. Mm -hmm. You guys have no clue. Well, Not a clue. Yeah. If you look at it, the polling of leaving Afghanistan was wildly popular. Mm -hmm. But if you're leaving Afghanistan, like you pulled a fire alarm in a preschool, right. that's not popular. That's right. that's that's what everybody's major concern right. is. You're putting everybody in jeopardy. Not that you're leaving. It's how you're leaving. Right. There's right and wrong ways to do everything. If I said, honey, it, it's really time we get a new roof. We've got 14 leaks. I could do that roof job myself, and I'll have 38 leaks by the time I'm done, and I'll probably kill myself because I'll fall through the roof. Or you can get it done the right way. You can plan it out. You can get quotes. You can make sure it's going to be reputable roofers you can make sure it's the right materials you could do it in a very sequential way nobody gets hurt it's done it's going to be solid for decades to come all he had to do oh oh and this is what i like he he says well you know it was donald trump who made this agreement to get out of there by may right since when do you listen to donald trump joe right, right. everything <laughs> Every else donald trump right, did right, right, you right. reversed right even if it was best for America, you reversed it because you couldn't stand to do something that aligned with Donald Trump. But this you're going to do, and it wasn't even right, because Donald Trump said we're going to do a conditions-based withdrawal from Afghanistan. And if you don't meet the conditions, right. there's going to be problems for you. So as, as, as the Taliban started taking over mile, square mile after square mile, city after city, airport after airport— I, I would put this on a Bible and say, I swear Donald Trump would not have allowed them to take over that much control. And then he, he would have said, 
My plan was to get us all out. Clearly, the Afghans can't handle this themselves. We're not going to let a Taliban-controlled Afghanistan exist where al-Qaeda still is there, Joe. Even though you thought they weren't, they are there. And we're not going to let this other branch of ISIS, ISIS-K, start taking over. Well, and the other thing, too, is, again, we're, we're trusting these people, these these Taliban members, on security. We're trusting them to do the right thing to protect our people. Right. Not a good bet. I don't care what you believe in. And, and you know, Biden was arguing with Peter Ducey the other day. Well, well, Trump was working with them, too. Yes, but they feared Trump. There's a big difference. People mm-hmm. that don't fear you will take advantage of you. It's common sense, right? Yep. And we're getting taken advantage of. Nobody's scared of us. Nobody's ever going to be scared of us in the next four years if we keep making decisions like no. this. And I don't care that they did a they did a, a bombing yesterday and killed too many. That's not it. That's not enough because you're going to pull out of there, and then they're still going to go back to exactly what they were doing, and and, and we're still going to be the laughing stock of the, or the world. Yeah, yeah, no question. This gets beyond what the adversaries think of us, this is also impacting exactly how our allies now see us. Mm-hmm. There is there is yep. no confidence that we are going to be right. the allies, you know, that we're going to follow them and, and help them and support them. Because right now you have, you know, China that's inching in. You right. have, uh, you know, Russia that's inching in. And these right. ally countries are looking at us going, you guys couldn't handle Afghanistan. What right. are you going to do for me now? What if, if I'm Ukraine? Yeah. yeah, and I got Russia chomping at the bit to blow us out of the water yep. or out of the this the sea, land, I guess you would call. It. What what am I going to do? Right, no doubt. And uh, I mean, at this point, <laughs> seven months in, we could probably argue already that this is the most incompetent, most dysfunctional, most disjointed administration of a presidency in the history of the United States. I mean, we could argue that right now, and it's only seven months in. God, please protect all of us because if this goes on for much more than six months i mean i think we'll be begging to have kamala harris in office pretty soon if this keeps going and you say our allies i mean boris johnson has publicly shamed us in the media right, about right. our handling of stuff right? right right other world leaders that we we thought were our friends and you know and they think more like the biden administration thinks on the, on the liberal ideologies they're yep. turning on us right that, yep. that's not a good bet for us macron is yep. scolding biden right. like mm-hmm. he's yelling at a little child and you but you do have france Special forces going in and taking people out. They're doing the things yep. that the U.S. military is not allowed to do. Not that they can't do, right. that they're allowed to do. That's right. right. We're going to be coming up on a quick break, folks. Um, as soon as we get back, we're going to be hearing from Rich Wilkinson. Rich is a, uh, a candidate for Erie County Legislator uh, District 5. And we're going to be talking to Rich as soon as we get back. Um, I'm Mike Hayflick. I've got Michael Sparaza, Ryan Norton in studio with us. This is always an open line session, folks. Always an open line. Give us a call. Let's hear your thoughts. 1-800-616-9236. If you do need us throughout the weeks, folks, we we used to say we manage money, and we do, but we also do many other things, and we'll get to the, some of those things that we do um, you know, as the show unfolds. So stay with us. We'll be right back after this quick break. You're listening to the Financial Guys. To reach Glenn and Mike now, call 803-0930, toll free at 800-616-WBEN, and cell calls are free at star 930. Now, here's Glenn Wiggle and Mike Lomas. 
Alrighty, welcome back. If you're just tuning in, this is the Financial Guys Radio Network. We are the Financial Guys. Mike Hayflick, Mike Sparaza, and Ryan Norton in studio today. All three of us, all in one place at the same time. One big happy family. Not just looking out our windows at our office and waving to each other. We're actually like two hours of confined area together. Kind of scary. Got to be careful. I feel like we should have some beer or something (laughs) to celebrate this, but... Um, yes, uh, always an open mic session here, folks. 1-800-616-9236. Talking about this failed, already failed Biden presidency, the tragedy, actual tragedy now, not just hypothetical, not just this could happen. No, it's happening, folks. 13 American soldiers are now dead. And um, you guys were mentioning this. I didn't see the whole clip, but Tucker Carlson had one of the, the parents, the father yep. of one of the yep. fallen soldiers on. Yep. You said it nearly brought you to tears, and it probably would if you watched it two or three times. It's hard to watch it once. Yeah, I mean, and you know, you just, again, like all week we've said, you just feel for those families because, it, you know, there, there's no words to explain how they could feel right now. And, and you, you know, you send your kid out there, or, you know, they, they go out there themselves and mm-hmm. you expect them to come back at this point because in the last 18 months, zero of our troops have been injured or killed out there. Yeah. And yep. uh, in a week, you know, we've lost 13 here in yeah. one day, not yeah. a week. No doubt. And uh, Ryan, you, you were saying, you know, I think before the show, you are saying, you know, it really comes down to local level. We've all got to be involved. We got to see who's going on to our school boards, our town boards the village councils, whatever it is, um, and who's who's going to be in Erie County positions. Well, we have the uh, the opportunity here to talk to someone who wants to be the uh, legislator for District 5. I'm going to bring on Rich Wilkinson right now. Rich, thanks for calling in. Listen, thank you guys for having me. Oh, it's our pleasure. Yeah, we, uh, we know that things have to start at more of a local level. You're not exactly the smallest of local level if you're trying to become an Erie County legislator, but... Why are you running? What do you what do you hope to accomplish as a as an Erie County legislator representing District Five? You know, I heard you guys chatting a lot about um, you know to Biden and stuff this morning. I think a lot of this, the, a lot of what drove me to get involved here is the the, the partisan decision making and the inability to just have common sense in, in, in a lot of decisions that are going on. There's so many decisions that are just being made on partisan lines, and, and it really. It, muddies the water i mean for the ability to not think because you're following what the party wants to do um it's not the best decision for for everyone out there yeah there's no doubt and and when you get elected i mean in any in any race you know that you're not getting like 100 percent of the vote so but i think your obligation and your you know sort of pledge is i'm going to serve every single person in my district right so you do i agree completely with you rich how do you how do you think things are going now and what what made you sort of uh be driven to to take this on. I mean, we've talked to guys like our friends Rob Ward and Dave DiPietro, uh, Lee Zeldin down yep. on Long Island. Um, in fact, Lee was on this morning. I think he was on Newsmax yep. making yep. some comments about Biden and, and his actions. But what's making you feel compelled to do this, Rich? Because this is this is like you mentioned muddy waters. Talk about muddy waters. I think of Albany. I think of Dave DiPietro and his stories about yep. being in the, those sessions. What's making you feel like you wanted to do this? You know, I've got 25 years in the private sector, and um, I, I'm in the automotive industry um, at the executive level for the last 15 or so. And um, I own my own, uh, my wife and I own a restaurant. She's a chef by trade. Hmm. And to see some of the things that are going on, I mean, if you look at last year and this year, the overtime that's being spent for salary employees, the the lack of good decision making, and quite honestly, the lack of fiscal responsibility. 
I mean, these these are things you can't do when you run your own business. I, I mean, you you that's for sure. Checkbook. You don't you don't have a. Uh, uh, you can't just pay people when you're using other people's money. You even have to be more responsible. And it seems like they're being less responsible. They haven't had the uh, pressure of having to make payroll, or you know, they don't understand sometimes the ones that are in there now. The impact of when you're opening and closing businesses, and how that impacts budgets and in personnel, things like that. Um, I mean, they're they're making arbitrary decisions, and I, I don't think there's a lot of common sense that that goes behind them. Yeah. I think some of the bravest people in America, I mean, outside of military, are people who decide they're going to start their own business. <laughs> I mean, especially here in New York. I mean, New York is it's got to be one of the most difficult states to try and build a business. So to your wife's credit, um, boy, that's that's awesome. Um, is there anywhere that, that you could just advise people to support you? Do you have any up, upcoming events? Do you have a, a website or something that we can... Uh... I have a Facebook page at, at, at Wilkinson for Legislator. I also have a, a website, richwilkinsonforlegislator.com. And, and you're right, what these, these businesses have been through, um, and everyone really has had a struggle for the last 18 months, but what these small businesses have been through, being open and closed and mm-hmm. having to get people back, everyone has had a tough time. But you know, we have a small business commi- uh, business committee in the legislature now, and it's only met twice in the last year. My opponent's the chair of it. I mean, this, I mean, businesses deserve more than one meeting every year based on the challenges that they're they're going uh, that they're facing. So, um, yeah, I just want to bring some you know common sense and maybe a different way to look at it. And believe me, I think good ideas come from both both sides. It, it doesn't matter who has the good idea. If it's a good idea, it's a good idea. Uh, but to not listen to the other side, I think it's. I think it's crazy. I think you're right. I absolutely think we all agree with that. So um, we wish you luck in your in your candidacy. Um, we hope we're seeing you as part of that Erie County Legislature. Um, we hope that you do bring a, a more pro-business, a pro-friendly uh, policy, I guess, right? I mean, to because, I mean, we've seen, and my, I know Mike Lomas uh, has said this so many times on the air, there are so many restaurants that have gone out of business, so many different companies yeah. that are saying, why am I doing this? Like, it was already hard. It was already hard to compete. Well, now they've made it so difficult. They're not. They're not doing anything. Not a thing. We were talking about the, uh, oh, the uh, landlords yep. and you know not not getting paid. Anymore. The eviction moratorium. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Thank you. So I mean, literally anyone who seems to take a chance and and is brave enough to start businesses, hire people, provide a product or service, it's like. They are doing everything they can to shut those businesses down. So if it's in New York, you're a superhero. Right, right. (laughs) Exactly. And I think Rich said it well, like bringing common sense back. And that's what we need to do because, you know, that has just gone. We we say this on our podcast every week. Common sense has gone completely out the window and not just in New York State, throughout the U.S. and throughout the world at this point. You can't find it. It's it's like gold. You can't. can't. And it shouldn't be partisan. Yeah, Yeah. (laughs) right. No, no no doubt. No doubt. It's well, it's like us saying, you know, we used to all agree on certain things. We just can't even agree on the most basic of things anymore. Rich, we'll give you the last word. And if you could pitch where people can find you and support you again. Yeah, again, Rich Wilkinson uh, for Legislator.com or on Facebook. I'm pretty active on my Facebook at Wilkinson for Legislator. And I can't thank you guys enough for the time and uh, look forward to chatting with you again. Yes, us too. Thank you. Thanks a lot. Have a great weekend. All right, you too. All righty. Bye-bye. That's Rich Wilkinson, uh, candidate for Erie County Legislature. Uh, representing District 5, uh, Rich Wilkinson. Sounds like a common sense guy. 
Sounds like we need more of them, Ryan, as you said, in local government, because it all starts here and then unfortunately goes to the state and the federal level where it even seems to get worse. Um, we're going to be coming up on a break. Let me just tell you what we do, though, folks, at the financial guys' offices. I mentioned we do manage money for a living. Well, we do a lot of other things now. Mike, you, you are the home and auto um, head of our de uh, department for TFG Home and Auto. Your, your group is growing because you yeah. literally cannot find enough hours in the day anymore to call people that you've said right. you, know, you could provide them with quotes and information. Right. Um, give us a sense of the things that you can actually insure because it's not just home and auto. Yeah, yeah. I, I think home, auto, recreational vehicles, your classic cars, your boats, your jet skis, ATVs, your businesses, your, your business owners coverage, your buildings, your workers' comp, your disability, all those things. Uh, umbrella insurance for extra liability. Mm -hmm. I mean, we, we do it all, full service insurance agency, and, and we absolutely have been busier and busier and busier because there is a need right now, especially, you know, people, some people still not working, some people trying to cut costs, and that's what we help with the most. Yep. yep. We're cut up in a hard break, but um, we're definitely going to probe Brian Norton's brain here because mortgage rates have been so low for the last year and a half, two years. Everyone seems to be taking advantage of that by buying Maybe properties that they never thought they could because of the low interest rates, but also the refinancing. We'll definitely talk to Ryan Norton a little bit about that. He is a mortgage specialist with the financial guys. If you're thinking about buying or selling a home, if you're thinking about refinancing a mortgage, Ryan is independent. You've got to talk to him before you do anything. Folks, we'll be right back after this quick break. Uh, we'll be talking more about the Biden catastrophe just after this break. You're listening to the Financial Guys Radio Network with guest host Mike Hayflick. Need your weekly Glenn and Mike fix? Check out their podcast, available on all streaming platforms and YouTube. New episodes are released every single week. Now, here's Mike Hayflick. All righty, welcome back. You are listening to the Financial Guys Radio. Uh, or you are listening to maybe the Bills broadcast. But if, if that's the case, you're not hearing me right now. Um, the Bills are up 7 nothing. <laughs> Mike Sparazza just said, okay, Josh Allen, um, how about we get him out? He's yeah. 9 for 10, 90-some yeah. yards, a touchdown already. I do um, love Beasley kept, uh, catching a couple balls. Though. I that's know. My oh, my day. gosh. Yeah. yeah, if you can actually stomach the NFL folks and just try to, try to filter out all the other crap, I think football's an awesome game. I mean, you're always you're involved right now helping yep. a school district, right, with yep. their football team. I mean, there's so many cool things about football. The the number of players that are on fields at the same time, the number of positions, the strategy, everything. If you could just get past a lot of the NFL crap and the initiatives outside of football, I think it can be very, very enjoyable. So, but again, we talk about common sense. We yeah. just talked about yeah. last segment. The NFL's rules that we're we're testing unvaccinated guys every day. Yep. But the un or the, excuse me, the vaccinated guys once a, it was once every two weeks. Now it's once a week. Those are the guys that have had the virus in the locker room, or or the trainers that have had the virus in the locker room. Why are we treating it different? Uh, vaccinated people can spread it. 
just like unvaccinated people can spread it. It makes no sense. That's right. Zero sense. Yeah. And uh, actually, you know, one what you just said, I, I had seen this. Dr. Marty McCary, he's been on, on different shows, mostly probably Fox. Johns Hopkins University doctor. He reported that it was an Israeli study. It said those that are vaccinated that have had COVID and now have a natural immunity, they're 13 times more likely uh, or li- less likely to get COVID again. So natural immunity, by far, 13 times stronger than having COVID and then getting a vaccination, right? These, these are the facts now from a study, right? It's, oh, you can pick and cherry pick any studies you want. Yeah, how about we actually read all the studies and then we get to choose what we do with our bodies, right? Remember the old, oh, it's my body, my choice? No, 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 no. no, no. That no, doesn't apply. Absolutely not. Yeah, no. I don't know if you guys uh, <laughs> remember the uh, the Canadian pastor, Arthur Pulaski. He was the, the, the pastor that ended up doing the, um, he was still doing sermons, basically saying there's no way. Yes, yes. Canadian government, four years in jail. <laughs> four years. How dare you do any sort of religious service during COVID four years in jail? Well, the good news is in Australia, though, they're starting to open up a little bit. You can have two hours of recess now if you're vaccinated starting September 13th. So that's good news for Australia. Two hours a year. Two hours of recess. That's fair. That sounds fair. A full two. Absolutely unreal. Um, Right now, we are super pleased to have um, who I'd call probably the guest of the show. Um, He's often the guest of uh, six months of shows because of how important he is to all of us now. Robbie De Niro, former Marine, owner of Athletes Unleashed in Orchard Park. Uh, if you are looking to improve your mental and physical health, folks, look up Robbie De Niro, Athletes Unleashed. Um, we were just talking before we bring Robbie on that. You know, think of who is who is like got to be thinking, I'm in the center of the emotions of so many things going on right now, right? COVIDs, further mandates, more mask mandates, Afghanistan, uh, just a terrible, terrible... Uh, commander in chief right now at the helm, and uh, and here's here's Robbie. He's got history and and really experience in all of these things. I'm going to bring in Robbie De Niro. Robbie, thanks for joining me, Mike Hayflick, Mike Sparaza here, Ryan Norton. Mike, Mike, Ryan, hi. I'm really happy to be here. Thank you very much for your very generous and kind invitation to come on the show. It's always a it's a pleasure. It's a real honor and treat to be able to come and, and contribute as best I can to your show. So thanks for having me. Thank on. you. It's ours. Honestly, it's our honor. And, and you have been, I mean, we've said all sorts of things about you being the tip of the spear, basically of this whole shutdown lunacy. You've won lawsuits to get your gym back open, get your gym open without mask mandates. How are you feeling? Just generally speaking, how are you feeling right now? I said, coming onto this show, I mean, we're usually pretty lighthearted. We, we, we remain somewhat lighthearted about certain things, I guess, but it is so difficult to even have that first thought in the morning when I wake up about what's going on in this frigging country of ours. I mean, what, do you, what are you thinking right now with given your background, given that you're running a business, and given everything you've gone through at this point? I wake up every morning and I say, I'm not getting shot at. My belly's full and my kids love me. So life is amazing. Like I, I, mm-hmm. I am always happy, the eternal optimist, and, and literally, I'm, I'm not getting shot at anymore. Yep. My kids love me and, and my belly's full. So life is good. That set aside, if you want to talk about what's going on in the state, it's shameful. It is absolutely disgusting that the people that are telling us we must mask our children are cavorting with each other with masks off at Kathy Hochul's fundraiser. It is disgusting. It is cowardly. This is about control. They hate freedom. They hate freedom, and that's why they're, tra- they're trying to teach obedience 
because obedient people are easily controlled. So they want obedience, and they do that by masking and muzzling people, <laughs> and that's shameful. And, and now, why am I optimistic about it? Why am I in such a great mood about not getting shot at and all that stuff? Because we're going to beat them. Yeah. Freedom always wins in court, and the wheels of justice grind slowly, but they do grind, and freedom always wins. We're not anti-mask, pro-mask. We're not anti-vaccination, pro-vaccination. We are simply pro-freedom. Parents must be able to parent their children as they see fit, Freedom always wins in court. It's won four times for us. Mm-hmm. Circumstances haven't changed. We are blessed and so lucky to have Todd Aldinger representing us, and he is going to take us to victory. He has the path to victory mapped out. We will beat the state again. And I think for me, that that's, I mean, Robbie, you mentioned one incident where, you know, Kathy Hochul's fundraiser, but you look at Pelosi's, whatever that was last week in, in uh, Napa Valley, right? You look at Mayor Lightfoot at Lollapalooza. You look at Poland cars. I don't know how many times I've lost count with it with him. He was at Hochul's fundraiser without a mascot. Right. That's right. Right. That's like his like fourth offense of that, though, in the public eye. So, I mean, of course, you know, mm-hmm. I, I just don't know how many more of these that the rest of America needs to see before they're like, wait a minute. This whole thing's a crock. It's a crock. And I'm not saying the virus is a crock, but but everybody's, you know, taking away your freedoms, but yet they oh, Obama's event, don't forget Obama's event. Um, mm-hmm. you know, all these things they don't care. So if they don't care, why do I care? Right. They they don't care. It really is about control. It is absolutely 100% about control and um, they are they have no problem telling you you must mask up and that you you have to you have to do certain things that they don't have to do because they think they're above it. they think they're above it it's insanity the fact that people are willing to uh the fact that people are willing to tolerate it is it's sad but again i think that's a reflection of the obedience that has been instilled in them because really education has gotten further and further away from teaching kids how to think critically and it's all become indoctrination no doubt i'm controlling no, no doubt. their thought processes and the last thing they want these kids to do is to become critical thinkers and make their own decisions. They want them to just beat the drum, beat the party, to follow the party line and beat the party drum. Mm-hmm. And, and that's what they're doing by messing these kids up. Yeah, whether it's good or not for your own health, for your long-term health, your long-term educational needs, we're still asking you, demanding that you do it. Uh, yeah. Uh, on the national level, if we could just talk about some of the most immediate things going on nationally and, and, and over in Afghanistan. I want to play a clip. I mean, we've got a, several clips from this Biden presser right after the attacks that basically left 13 American soldiers dead. Um, and so many more are still at risk. And we're really all holding our breaths and praying because August 31st is coming up. I want to play a clip and then just get your thoughts on it, okay? Sure. Thanks. With regard to... There are certain circumstances where we've gotten information, and quite frankly, sometimes from some of you, saying you know of such and such a group of people are trying to get out, they're on a bus, they're moving from other people. And this is their location. And there have been occasions when our military has contacted their military counterparts in the Taliban and said, this, for example, this bus is coming through with X number of people on it, made up of the following group of people. We want you to let that bus or that group through. So yes, there have been occasions like that. And to the best of my knowledge, in those cases, 
the bulk of that has occurred. They've been let through. But I can't tell you with any certitude that there's actually been a list of names. I know there may have been, but I know. I mean, there's so much we could pick apart out of that, Robbie, but have you ever, I mean, just, just on the general tone of this American president, leader of the free world, essentially, I mean, he's got no confidence in what he says. He, he's searching for thoughts, but just then the, the actual content of what he said. Have you ever heard of anything where, where our American troops are trying to talk to the enemies to say, listen, here's where these people are. This is who they are. Would you please let them through? Have you ever heard of such a thing? That's a complicated question. It's a complicated question. It requires a complicated answer. Um, Afghanistan is unlike anything anyone has ever seen. Um, as inept as the president is, and I have no idea what the hell he's talking about, <laughs> Afghanistan is a unique place like none other. It's been at war since its inception. It will never be at peace, and I can't wait to get into that. It will never be at peace. There will never be peace in Afghanistan. Mm -hmm. Never happen. Uh, Afghanistan truly is an, an odd place, and the way it, because it's tribal in nature, and loyalties are always along tribal lines and not along political lines. They're always along tribal lines. You will have uh, you will have very interesting partnerships to mm -hmm. in mm -hmm. accomplish things. And so sometimes you know war makes interesting bedfellows when <laughs> can if you can snuggle up cozy next to one enemy to get to another one you know you make right you make do with who you have so you can take somebody out that's the only thing i can imagine he's he's inferring to yeah um i mean i can i can attest i can give you an example of my own i was in i was in the paxica province i had to feed my afghan soldiers i was in an embedded training team as myself and another marine and we were in charge of training these 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 afghan commandos teaching them how to operate with special forces and i had to provide them food <laughs> and we were in, in a hotbed of enemy territory. We were surrounded by, by bad guys. We were put in this little spot to, to clean out the area. In order to get food, I had to I'd have it shipped in. I'd have it convoyed in. There's only one road you can convoy this road in. As long as I hired the cousin of the guy we were going after, the guy we were fighting, he had safe transport in and out. So I was able to feed my troops because I was paying the right guy to bring the food in. That's how incestuous and tribal. Afghanistan. And Robbie, real quick before we go to break, I know you're going to hold over with us, but I guess let's just start from three months ago with this and where I'm a little confused and I, I'm, I'm, I've never been in the military um, and I don't think any of us here have been, but you know, you, you obviously have been, some people in our office have been, but from the start, you know, generals and Biden all had said things that this could never happen. We will never have somebody rescued off the roof of the mm -hmm. embassy. Mm -hmm. You know, we will never... Um, worry about any any attacks against us there's nothing showing that's going to happen then um you know we've we've heard in the last few weeks that's actually not the case but they've been worried about this stuff for a long time you have soldiers being put in harm's way we're trusting the the taliban to do some security for us i mean i just don't how can you bungle this so badly i i just i'm at a loss for words i really don't know how you could mess this up so badly I, I have answers for you. You're not going to like my answers. It's going to make a lot of people upset to hear what I have to say. Uh, I don't know how. Uh, I don't know when you want me to get into it and how far you want me to go. But I, I've got answers for you that are not going to make anybody listening happy at all. Well, let's. Uh, that, that's that's the teaser. So well, as yeah. soon as we get back, we want to hear. Okay. I mean, from someone who knows, like like we we say this all the time. We have opinions. We look at things. We're often baffled by them. 
we think that makes no sense. It's hypocritical. Uh, those don't seem to be based on facts and all that. But we've got you, Robbie, to, to share your thoughts on this. Folks, don't go anywhere. We're going to take a quick break. We'll be right back with Robbie De Niro, former Marine, owner of Athletes Unleashed, giving us his take on COVID mandates, mask mandates, and what's going on over in Afghanistan. Stay tuned. You're listening to The Financial Guys. To reach Glenn and Mike now, call 803-0930, toll-free at 800-616-WBEN, and cell calls are free at star 930. Alrighty, welcome back. Mike Hayflick, Mike Sparaza, and Ryan Norton in studio this week on the Financial Guys radio show. Uh, just a quick pitch here. We were just chatting briefly. Kathy Hochul, now governor of New York, New York's 57th governor, first female governor. Um, we we can no longer, I suppose, and thankfully, we don't have to talk about Andrew Cuomo. Uh, maybe that'll be the last time I actually mention his name <laughs> on the radio. Probably not. He'll Probably show up in not. CNN and we'll have to talk about him. That's true. He'll be a CNN contributor in no time. Um, we also, I want to pitch uh, an event. Ron Reinstein and I are hosting a Social Security Optimization Workshop, September 22nd, 6.15 p.m. You can call our office or you can register on our website from the Academy and Events tab at thefinancialguys.com. If you're in that ballpark of, you know, thinking about retiring, 62 to 66 years old, roughly, that seems to be our wheelhouse of people that we can help. Um, we're not going to tell you just how to go claim your benefits. We're going to tell you if you should and what the pros and cons of early claiming or maybe on-time claiming at full retirement age or even uh, delaying retirement from Social Security might do for you. So, uh, again, September 22nd, 6.15 p.m. at our office. It's going to be a live event at 305 Spindrift in Williamsville. Um, let's get back to Robbie De Niro right now. Um, Robbie, we were, uh, you know, just talking again about Afghanistan and our president seemingly, you know, sounding a little bit incompetent. But you have a take on this um, and your take is way, way better than ours. You being obviously an experienced Marine in these types of situations. What's your take on this? It's a, it's a it's a long answer. I've got I've got four points, and each one of these points we could do probably three shows on. So I'll I'll let you ask the questions after uh, I give you these these four areas as to why we are failing in Afghanistan. Fair uh, enough. One, we have been recruiting for far too long. We're recruiting for a demographic rather than for quality in the military. The focus is no longer on quality; it's on demographic, so that the force looks a certain way with a certain number of people in there of each of each category. Mm -hmm. Two. Uh, we are no longer training for lethality. We no longer care if our force, our, our armed forces are the most lethal force. Rather, we are training to make sure they are the most socially just force. <laughs> Two, or three, nation building. Uh, Smedley Butler, who is uh, Commandant of the Marine Corps, he was awarded the Medal of Honor twice for two separate actions, an incredible general. He said, there are only two things we should fight for. One is the defense of our homes, and the other is the Bill of Rights. War, for any other reason, is simply a racket. Nation building is a racket, and it's a way to keep all the rich, smarmy soccer moms who <laughs> cast their votes in presidential elections to keep them happy. We nation build so that all the rich little soccer moms driving their Subaru, sipping their lattes, can live with themselves. Because they don't like the fact that sometimes killing has to be done just because killing has to be done. Right. And the fourth problem is nobody wants to talk about this. 
Islam currently, the way it's being practiced over there, the way it's practiced by the Taliban, Islam is the Catholicism of the 1500s. Like when they were burning witches and killing people left and right in the name of Jesus, that was wrong. Islam is currently the Catholicism of the 1500s, and nobody has the, has the guts to call them out and say it. So those are the four issues. I'm happy to dive deep into whichever one you want. You're right. That could be f- <laughs> not not just one show on each topic, probably a, mm-hmm. a quarter. We could do three months of each of those. It, it, what I keep he- what I didn't hear, though, is like essentially what we think the military is for. Right. It's for, you know, it's for protection. It's for, right. you know, it's it's for it's for killing. It's for killing people that are doing awful, inhumane things like that. That's what it's for. And and it sounds like it's it's many things that are going on that have nothing to do with that. Correct. It's not for building houses. The military is not for nation building. The military is not for policing. The military is to kill. And the reason we kill is defense of our homes, the defense of the Bill of Rights. Anything else is BS. It's just filling somebody else's pockets with lots of money. Yeah. Before we part with you in a few minutes, um, let's get back locally now. So the mask mandates, the the um, you know uh, we're getting really close to the school year starting. In fact, teachers are basically getting back this week coming up to get back together and start planning and getting classrooms together. Um, do, do you, do you see any hope heading into the fall? I mean, here we are in the summer and COVID is not supposed to be, you know, that, uh, that big of an issue anymore. Right. But they're making it an issue. They're making it an issue. You see countries like Australia and New Zealand, literally in a panic. I mean, Australia with less than 500 cases, in a country of 25 million people, cases, not deaths, and they're shutting everything down. They're literally arresting people, right, Ryan? Right. I mean, you've heard stories where they're literally arresting people. <laughs> well, Robbie, the one thing, too, and in, in you had the forethought to, to knew, you, you know, you knew this was coming, which is incredible. I mean, we, we listened to you and in, 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 in what you said, and literally it was like you'd, you'd had this in your mind already, what was going to happen. So ultimately, it's it's like the trap was laid, right? And then New York State fell directly into exactly what you thought knew was going to happen, allowing you to basically move forward. Is that right? Yes, we are now going to be able to sue the state, and we're going to. Sh- Whoops, Robbie. Robbie. Robbie, we lost you there for a second. Are you still with us? Not going to win. Uh yeah, you're you're fading in and out a little bit. Are you? Uh... German can force vaccinations, etc. The problem. Do you want to? Yeah, we're we're gonna have to. Uh, Frank, I think we're we're just losing yeah. we're losing Robbie in and out right now. Um, yeah. So so you're right, Ryan. I mean, <laughs> if there is a crystal ball out there that could predict some of this, I think Robbie has it. But he's ready each and every step of the way. He's been able to combat the things that are happening. And the things that he thinks will happen, and he's won. Yeah. So, Robbie, you you started. Sorry, you were cutting in and out, and you yeah. you said you are now going to sue the state. And can you go on from there? Yeah, we're gonna we are gonna sue the state, and it's gonna stop it. The circumstances haven't changed. People love to cite Jacobson versus New Hampshire. I think that was the, the yellow fever case where the Supreme Court said the government can force vaccinations and can force like can can force. Uh, um, forcing people inside the house and, and things like that. Mm-hmm. The, the beauty of that is, and they cite, I love when they cite that, because we are not in the same circumstance. The death rates aren't even close. The infection rates aren't even close. We have, we have cures. We have viable ways of treating this. So when they cite 
Jacobson versus Jacobson versus New Hampshire. I'm all for it because that's what we actually use to win our case. I mean, that's what the proof is in the pudding. We're nowhere near pandemic levels. We are nowhere near pandemic levels, and we are going to win because of that. The facts haven't changed. There's no need for masks, and they and, and it's unenforceable. We proved it's unenforceable when they dropped the case against us. 66 NYCRR, 66 Tax 3, that's the one that fines you $1,000 for not wearing a mask. It is unenforceable. That's why the state drew, withdrew their case against us and dropped all those fines. And Ravi, I feel like Mike and I, we've interviewed many people over the last few months and um, the, the same conversation and the same question we asked everyone, when does it end? Because we, we just keep prolonging this thing and just keep it going, keep it going, masks, more vaccines, booster shots. But I mean, when does it, when is enough enough and when does it end? Because at this rate, I, I keep saying this, if we get to 100% vaccination rate, it's still spreading around. We know that. It's proven, right? You look at the bills. You look at mm-hmm. um, professional sports. It, it, vaccinated people are transmitting it and giving it to unvaccinated or vaccinated people. W- when does it end? It ends when enough people like us stand up and, and no longer accept it, and that's happening. The amount of support we have is unbelievable. We have the right lawyers. We have the money. We have the momentum. We are going to shut them down. And Remember, New York State is an anomaly. Other states aren't really doing this. Where's another state that's this crazy? That's trying to control the people and trying trying to create obedient puppets so that they can continue to stay in power. Not going to happen forever. Enough people are fed up and standing up and saying no to it. We need people to join the school boards. We need to we need people to go to school board meetings with me and and repeat the message mm-hmm. that some of us have been saying again and again that we're done with this stuff. Thanks for leading the charge, Robbie, and thanks for the extended visit that you allowed us to have with you today. Hey, I'm always happy to come back and talk. Thank you so much for having me. Awesome. Thanks again. Robbie De Niro, former Marine owner of Athletes Unleashed, Orchard Park, New York. Folks, if you're looking to get fit mentally and physically, you've got to look up Robbie. Um, He does it with the best of them. Uh, He will get you physically and mentally fit. And uh, thank God there's guys like him, man. I'm telling you. Yeah. You know, seriously, like a lot of us, I don't know if I have the wherewithal to do it. Well, and the thing you is know? that we're, we're <laughs> extremely fortunate in our area to have him because if not, we would have to be looking, you know, people would be looking for somebody to lead that charge. And we're right. super, super fortunate that, that he's in our backyard. But he had a great point. I mean, people have to get involved locally in their school district and stuff like that. I mean, no uh, a lot of people ask, you know, we need Robbie to come to our district. Well, Robbie can't be everywhere at every time, right? That's right. If, you're, if your kid is in a district that needs the help, it's time to stand up and be the help for the district. That's right. We're going to be taking a quick break here, folks. You can reach us at 833-FIN-GUYS throughout the week for help in Western New York, Batavia, Rochester, Syracuse, and even South Florida. If uh, you need us, you need our attention, uh, we will give you help. All right? And uh, we'll be right back. Mike Hayflick, Mike Sparaza, Ryan Norton. You are listening to The Financial Guys Radio Network. The following is paid programming. Securities offered through Peak Brokerage, LLC. Member FINRA, SIPC. Investment advisory services offered through Independent Solutions Wealth Management. The financial guys in Independent Solutions are not an affiliate of Peak Brokerage Services, LLC. The political views on this show do not reflect the views of Peak Brokerage. This show is not intended to provide specific legal, tax, investment, or other professional advice. Please consult a professional for your specific situation. This radio show is for informational purposes only and is not intended to solicit or recommend any particular security. The information discussed is obtained from sources believed to be reliable, but its accuracy and completeness are not guaranteed. 
It's time to talk money. Oh, it's not a swindle. What you do is, see, you give them all your credit card numbers, and if one of them is lucky, they'll send you a prize. It's the Financial Guys radio program with local financial experts Glenn Wiggle and Mike Lomas. Stop it! Stop it! Don't you realize you've just been brainwashed by corporate propaganda? And if you see anybody from that cabinet in a restaurant, in a department store, at a gasoline station, you get out and you create a crowd. And you push back on them. And you tell them they're not welcome anymore, anywhere. What you just said is one of the most insanely idiotic things I have ever heard. Lisa's a great egg moron. <laughs> Everyone in this room is now dumber for having listened to it. Now, here's Glenn Wiggle and Mike Lomas. Speaking of a great A moron, Andrew Cuomo is no longer the New York State governor. I thought you were done talking about him. <laughs> <laughs> I am done. Um, Mike and Glenn had some further words to say, so if you want to go find their TFG podcast um, it's called Collapse of Cuomo, so you're sure to hear some pretty um, colorful things from Mike and Glenn. <laughs> is that being kind? Oh, no, it means, is radio. We can't. We can't. We can't be crude. He had and, to give back his Emmy, so Cuomo is. Uh, yeah. Yeah. He left his dog, but kept the Emmy. Yeah. Oh yeah. 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 Find that trophy. Find that. Tro- Get out of the way, dog. <laughs> I mean, I, not to spend any extra time on him, but looking back at that Emmy, what a joke that was. I mean, you, you can't. You can't make this stuff up. This will be, and and this is this is in tongue in cheek, of course. This would be like giving Joe Biden the Nobel Peace Prize for you know whatever spreading peace across the right. universe. I thought know, you were just going to say the gold star for reading in fifth grade. Right. That yeah. Hmm, yeah. don't hold don't hold your well, breath, folks. You might you might see that happen. He finished in the top of his class. Don't forget that in college, he was in the top. Joe Biden was in the top yeah. of his class. What he say in his his. Uh, in his law school, class law school, yeah, yeah, he was top yeah. top third in the class. He said, yeah. "Legend in his own mind." Yeah. Oh, whatever is in his mind right now. I mean, honestly, if you don't see a guy, whatever the topic is, if you don't see a guy that's in severe cognitive decline, I don't know what you're seeing or what you're listening to. And that's the leader of the free world, the leader of our country, and the leader making decisions. Or is he right? Or is he? That's the question. He always says, uh, "We." Or they mm-hmm. are going to, or so. So I want to know who we is. Right. Who's they? And oh, they gave me a list mm-hmm. of people to call on. They who's instructed they? me. That's, yep. r- that's right. Yeah. That's right. I will tell you who they is not is his vice president, who is mm-hmm. always missing in action. Right. Never has a thought of her own on any topic that's going on in the world. Nope. Right. Other than you know joking about not going to the border or you know cackling and laughing yeah. at things she shouldn't be laughing at. You know, when you know she has no idea what she's talking about, she turns into a hyena. Right. It's weird. Right. It's just it something about it's it. Nervous, it's, it's, it's a nervous a, tick. It's, it's a right. disorder to me. It's, it's like it's you know, a disorder. You're going to go down to the border. What is your intentions of, you know, of, of protecting American citizens at the yeah. border? <laughs> and the cackling begins. Yeah. And, That's well, right. And everybody goes, what was that? Yeah. It's I'll get you my pretty. Exactly. Right. Where's, it's where's Wizard of Oz all yeah. over again. Yeah, he's in the he's in Como's mansion. That's where Toto left. There, yeah, that's right. Yeah. Always an open mic session, folks. 1-800-616-9236. If you do need us throughout the week, folks, 833-FIN-GUYS. That's F-I-N-G-U-Y-S. Um, as I said, we do manage money for a living. 
And uh, Ron Reinstein and I, we do have a, an upcoming social security claiming workshop, September 22nd, 6.15 p.m., right at 305 Spindrift. It is live, and you can register by calling our office. Um, again, the 833-FIN-GUYS locally at 716-633-1515, or do it from our Academy Events uh, tab right off the Financial Guys website. So if you'd like to join us for that event, Ryan, you've been on board now with us for nearly two years, and you've been helping people with not only securing mortgages for new homes, but in the process of doing that, I mean, you're finding the best rates as an independent agent. You're helping people with the decision-making, I'm going to say, in whether they should refinance, whether they should take on home equity loans, take on lines of credit Tell us a little bit about what's going on in your industry right now, now that we're, again, seven years into a Biden presidency. What are you saying? Right. Rates are still at historically low mm -hmm. levels. So mm -hmm. now is the time to kind of like what Mike Sprouse talks about, dust off those those home insurance policies. Same thing. Uh, get us a, a copy of your current mortgage statement. Let's walk through that. Let's unpiece what's in there, because there are certain things that people kind of blow past, right? Like, So mm -hmm. people still are paying PMI. Well, with right. these crazy home values right now, you've probably reached that limit where we can start making some phone calls right. with you, for you, things like that. Uh, maybe getting an appraisal and getting that off. So yeah, you might end up paying that uh, appraisal fee up front, but let's say you're sitting on mortgage insurance, it's 125 bucks a month. Mm -hmm. Well, you know, you're gonna make that money up pretty quick, right? So no the doubt. second one is a lot of people got into uh, home equity lines of credit, especially during uh, COVID. And, right. and they were doing promotional rates you know, one nine nine for twelve months, or they were doing well. Now that we're sitting on, you know, fifteen days of flatten the curve, going on what two years? Mm -hmm. So those promotional periods are sometimes coming up. Right. So now right. people are realizing that their one nine nine is about to go to five and a half. Mm -hmm. And and they did a seventy thousand dollar kitchen, or they did their roof, they did their right. X, Y, and Z. And obviously, with the the cost of everything being inflated, sometimes those projects kind of got out of hand. Absolutely. So what they thought they were going to have is a twenty five thousand dollar project on their home equity drifted into a thirty five thousand dollar project. And they may have had an original mortgage. So what we're doing now is what's it's called a cash out refinance. So we're consolidating your first mortgage in with your home equity, consolidating those, shopping those with over 14 different lenders that we have to mm -hmm. make sure that we're shopping for you. I don't I don't work for any specific bank. Right. So it's basically getting you the best deal that we can find you based mm -hmm. on what your circumstances are. In some instances, if you plan on paying off that home equity on your own and you're going to do that, we're not going to roll that in. But every single person needs to sit down and talk about there's no cookie cutter there's no, right. oh, I'm going to call this 1-800 number and this guy on the other end of the line is going to tell me what right. to do. Right. A lot of those guys are paid on commission and they want to make sure that they're getting you the highest loan amount possible. But right. a lot of times just rolling in a whole bunch of stuff like credit card debt and car loans and stuff like right. that. Like people put car loans sometimes into their mortgage. Well, that's a declining asset. Mm -hmm. And if you mm -hmm. have a car that you're going to have for two years and you're going to put that into a 30-year loan, right. uh, you're going to be paying for that car for 30 years, whether you have that car or not. So yeah. you always yeah. want to unpack what's going on in there. And it's best to just have a conversation about where you stand right now with the mortgage. No doubt. And and being independent, right? Uh, I mean, we, that's huge. I was just going to say that I mean, you're that's hearing a, a trend. Every department that we have yeah. is, is all independent. Shop around. Make sure you have right. the best policy or mortgage rate or whatever it may be. Yep. And anything we push or suggest, all of these companies know you are all in this competition together. Right. Like, right. You know, there's no incentives for us to say, oh, let's let's lean this way or lean that way. We don't lean. We lean toward our clients. Right. We're always leaning right toward the client. And uh, so Ryan Norton can help you folks if you're thinking about remortgaging, finance, refinancing, um, doing things around the house. You know, you, a lot of people aren't traveling. 
you're not spending as much of your money as you used to on travel and, and entertainment, you might be thinking about home improvements. There are better ways to, to finance those improvements. Um, let's hit the phone lines. Sure. Got sure. John in Rochester. John, how are you? Hey, guys. I'm doing great. I'm, I'm listening to you guys and uh, alternating with the bills. <laughs> there, it looks like uh, Mike Sparazza was like saying, okay, get Josh out now. All right, enough is enough. Two touchdowns, you know, whatever. 20 for 26, like enough is enough. Come on. But it's hard to listen to two things at one time, I'll tell you. <laughs> well, well, I can do it. I can guarantee you that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but, but you know, Kathy Holko, uh, definitely an improvement over uh, Andrew. Uh, but I got to tell you, I'm, I'm very disappointed in her uh, mandated mask policy for schools mm-hmm. and her selection of a lieutenant governor. Uh, this guy down in New York City is is a leftist, mm-hmm. and uh, here we go again, guys. It's 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 unbelievable that this is happening. Uh, this mask mandate, you guys mention it. I've seen so many studies that have been done on the the uh, uh, the mask mask policies being successful. Mm-hmm. Uh, the studies at 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 best say that the masks and no masks are neutral as far as the outcomes go. Right. And why, why doesn't Hochul and the Democrats follow the, follow the science? They're not following the science. And the other issue is vaccinations versus uh, uh, natural immunity. Uh, right. A lot of people in this country, I, I think it's 50 million or 100 million people have natural immunity, and which is... Uh, preferable to uh, the vaccinations. And, and I don't know if I just heard it on your show, but I did hear statistics that say that if you have natural immunity, mm-hmm. you're 13 more times less likely to get the COVID again. Yeah, Dr. Marty McCary, he, he's been quoted. He, I think he's using an Israeli study that, that shows just that. You're 13 times more protected if you have natural immunity against the covid virus uh to get the covid disease again and and you don't hear any of that right john because it doesn't fit the narrative it does not and i i get the buffalo news and i get the uh, democrat and chronicle and uh i listen to npr and there's nothing mm-hmm. it's complete silence on that on on the, on the science and it's 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 really scary when you think about it because people that have the natural immunity they might be in danger by getting the vaccination. Yeah. Yeah. It, um, going back to Kathy Hochul, it looks like she chose Harlem's Brian Benjamin. I mean, right away, I think this is about her needing votes. She needs the downstate vote. Yeah. yeah I well, mean, and I was going to say, you know, the one thing I will say, John, is we, we maybe would think Kathy Hochul's not as bad as Cuomo, but let, let's give her some time because they seem to— uh, dig their own grave time after time. So let, let's see if she is better or worse than Cuomo. Give it time. Yeah. Plus the unpacking of those $12,000 or 12,000 miscategorized deaths, mm-hmm. that is solely playing in Kathy Hochul's interest. She did that so she can yeah. push what she wants to do on the state saying, oh, it's worse than what we thought. Yeah. Plus she can distance herself from Andrew Cuomo mm-hmm. saying, look what he didn't do. I'm bringing this to the forefront. She's for so transparency. ethical. Transparency. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So she's yeah. trying, I mean, I'll give her credit for setting herself 
bump, but you are going to get Andrew Cuomo 2.0 minus a little bit of touchy feely stuff. <laughs> but I mean, that's as what's far as happen. we know. As yeah. far as we know, right? But right. then again, she's got questions to answer about that too. I mean, I hate to bring yeah. up Cuomo, but I, I find it very hard to believe you've been lieutenant governor and you had no idea. Well, that seems so yeah, outrageous. It, it, to, to me, it seems like something. If, if one of my staff people was doing that oh, yeah. in our office yeah. to another staff person, how could I not see it happen once or have some That's kind right. of inkling like, oh, or gosh, heard that, comments yes, about it? Right. You don't right. have to be it in the same office building, right. You, right. but you'd right. hear, you would have heard comments. Hey, John, we're going to take a quick break. Uh, we'll give you the last word, my friend. Well, all I could say is I'm disappointed in Kathy coming out of the blocks. I, I was very hopeful. Mm-hmm. Uh, so far, not so good. So bad, yeah. Uh, she's got to prove herself, or we're going to be in the same boat, and I'm going to ask for her resignation. Yeah. All right, my friend. Thanks, and uh, go Bills. <laughs> Thanks. All right, John from Rochester, always a good friend of the show and always has super insightful comments. Um, we're going to take a quick break. We'll be right back. Uh, Bill's still in the lead. I, I want to touch on the border when we get back because I, yeah. I just find yeah. it very comical that the uh, Canadian border and Mexican border are treated so very differently at this point in time. So I want to touch on that when we get back. Yeah, yeah, things that, that were so, so important and remain so, so important, yep. we're not even talking about it because yep. there are even worse things that this right. Biden yep. presidency yep. is creating. Um, you've got Mike Hayflick, Michael Sparaza, Brian Norton in studio for Mike and Glenn this weekend. They're Taking a little time off, well-deserved. Uh, they might work harder than anybody we've ever known. So um, hope, hopefully they are enjoying some of the sun. Hopefully you are too, folks. Um, you know, we're covering a lot. Mostly it's about this Biden presidency only seven months in. And it literally is catastrophic now. 13 service people killed. Thousands more Americans are still at risk in Afghanistan. And thousands of Afghanistanis who were supporting what we were trying to do with them is to preserve and protect that nation, not nation build, but try to give them a fighting chance at uh, a non-Taliban type controlled, a Sharia law type controlled country. And what does Joe Biden do? He blames Trump and he decides that he's just going to simply get the military out, leaving all of these Americans and Afghani support people um, in jeopardy of their lives. And 13 lives are now gone because of his policies. Folks, it's time. Like, we've got to stand up. We've got to demand resignations, demand impeachment. And when, does the, when, does, when is that point where the Trump blame goes away? Is, there, is that like a 20, 30-year thing? Like, we can just blame him for 20, 30 years? Does that go away after four years? I mean, what, right. what's the... Is there? Yeah, I don't know if there's a rule. Whenever it's politically expedient, it's going to come up. Exactly. We're going to take a quick break. Uh, We'll be right back here on the Financial Guys Radio Network. You're listening to the Financial Guys. To reach Glenn and Mike now, call 803-0930, toll free at 800-616-WBEN, and cell calls are free at star 930. Now, here's Glenn Wiggle and Mike Lomas. All righty, welcome back. You have the financial guys. Mike Hayflick, Mike Sparaza, and Ryan Norton all in studio here together in one place at the same time. Uh, again, we don't get a chance to do this too often, guys, right? Yeah. So 
it's cool. Um, we're bringing up uh, mostly uh, this debacle called the Biden presidency only seven months in. I do want to just mention uh, our TFG Truth episode running this week, Mike, was you and uh, one of our colleagues, a leader, true leader in our office in many respects, Jay Blanchard, um, also a former Air Forceman. Um, you guys were out at the grand opening in Batavia, New York last week, and a lot of the coverage of, of the event, but a lot of Jay's opinion, which was just so insightful, yep. um, relating to Af Afghanistan, COVID, and many other uh, things. Uh, but you can find that, folks, wherever you find your podcasts, TFG Truth. You can also find TFG Podcast uh, with Mike Lomas and Glenn Wiggle, The Collapse of Cuomo. Go out to those uh, those sites where you find your podcast, folks. And I, I do want to say, too, we did a, an interview with Rob Ort last week. That's on YouTube right now. He had some great insight on on the Cuomo, Hochul, mm -hmm. you know, Albany situation right now. And he also had his feelings, uh, being a former military individual as well, on, on the Afghanistan. This was before all this just happened this week, but wow. he— uh, was less than pleased with what's going on oh my in, God, in yeah. Afghanistan as well. Another serviceman, right? Yep. Another veteran. Yep. Thank you, Rob. Thank you, Jay. Thank you, Robbie. So many people that have served um, and could have done clearly much, uh, I don't know, uh, easier things. Yep. <laughs> much, much, many, many more things that put them at far less risk, and they they chose the the hard road for all of us. And I think you you see these pictures of these young guys and these young girls that 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 had been you know viciously attacked this week and, and mm -hmm. lost their lives for our country and it, it just it breaks your heart because they're 20 21 24 25 i mean young yep. kids that are just protecting us right yep. and and you want to know why people like us get angry when you take a knee at a bills game when you you don't respect <laughs> the flag or our country mm -hmm. that's why because there's right. people like this I, I'm nowhere. I don't have the stones to even think about going out mm -hmm. there and doing that type of stuff that these people do for us. And That's right. and this just puts it back into perspective again why we're so lucky to be here because yeah. people like these 13 individuals go out there and protect all of us for, right. for, for for nothing really. Right. right? They're, they're not they're not getting millions of dollars to do it. <laughs> they're not getting nope. publicity and you know getting interviewed and on, on on Fox News and all. That. They're not getting any of that. No, they're no. doing it for us, and they do that. And, and I appreciate that more than anything. Absolutely, and the intrinsic rewards of doing it. Like I hear that in in David DiPietro. Um, I hear it in David Bellavia. When we've inter right. interviewed David Bellavia, Robbie De Niro, they they hear us say these things about how disgusting is it? They won't stand for the American, you know, the national anthem and so forth. And they're unfazed by it because they say, you know what? I fought so they can do that. Right. I fought so they can yep. protest. They can behave however they want. Why? Because this is a free country. So they, you know, I'm always, I don't know, I'm always impressed. Yep. But I just have such an admiration for those guys, and uh, we're so happy they're friends to the show. There's something to say for that, too. I mean, look at locally a lot of the people that everybody are looking up to. They are former Marines. They are former Army. They mm -hmm. are former these I mean, look at Robbie is leading the charge in terms of, of the mass mandates and stuff like that. But then you look at our friend David Bellavia, who obviously has a show here on WBEN, and everybody yep. tunes in to hear his insight because they want the leadership. Now, no whether doubt. he would have been that way in or, or outside of the military, that's, you know, maybe you could have, but I'm saying right. it's a right. pretty common theme that a lot of those guys are bringing some serious insight, and, and people respect their opinion because they have the know with them. Yep. You know no what I mean? Doubt. They have the wherewithal to, to have it. No doubt. Yeah. Folks, you can find us on Facebook, by the way. You mentioned uh, YouTube. You can find us on YouTube. Hit the little bell, I guess. Uh, that tells you tells us <laughs> that you liked us. I don't know. Um, you can find our podcast. Follow us on Twitter, at FinGuys. 
Have you been any in, in any big Twitter storms of late? Like no, I know you no, I, loving I, left I, loves uh, to beat up on you. Yeah, I get beat up a little bit. And I, I I try and be nice, and then you know it gets it gets they get angry, and I'm like, all right, I'm done with this now. But okay. I mean, it's just again, what what's so comical about that is these are the people that tell us all day long, right, that you need to be inclusive, you need to be friendly, right. love wins, and all this stuff, love and wins. they're the first one that'll that'll rip you apart and, and try and make you feel bad obviously you know people like us you, you got to do a lot harder than than make fun of me on, on right. you know twitter but um, right. i right. mean it's it's unbelievable that they are the they are the meanest most rotten miserable human beings of all time they really are and uh yeah if you start picking on them man they nearly have breakdowns right, right? don't don't worry mike we got a half hour left the show we'll give them some something I'm, for you i'm yeah. sure i'll be getting some kind yeah. of uh Wait till I got an interview with Laura Loomer next week. So wait till they see that one. You'll get something. (laughs) We're coming up on a quick break, folks. So uh, if you uh, think like us, 833-FIN-GUYS. If you'd like to call in, 800-616-9236. We're going to come back to the phones and talk to Maddie in South Carolina as soon as we return. You've got the financial guys, Mike Hayflick, Mike Sparaza, and Ryan Norton in studio this week. Don't go away. You're listening to the Financial Guys Radio Network with guest host Mike Hayflick. Need your weekly Glenn and Mike fix? Check out their podcast, available on all streaming platforms and YouTube. New episodes are released every single week. Now, here's Mike Hayflick. All righty, welcome back. If you're just tuning in, this is the Financial Guys Radio Network. Saturdays, 1 to 3 p.m. here in Western New York, News Radio 930 WBEN. And elsewhere, anywhere online, it seems like you can find us. And you can even find recorded um, versions of our shows. You can also find our podcast, uh, the Financial Guys podcast with Mike Lomas and Glenn Wiggle, Collapse of Cuomo this week. And an extended version of TFG Truth this week with Mike Spraza, Jay Blanchard. Um, they're on site at the grand opening in Batavia, New York. Tony Palinzi, Pete Bifarella covering the Batavia area. We've also got Tori Witcher out in the Rochester area, can cover as far as Syracuse, folks. We have it covered. We can even help you in South Florida. So if you do need us throughout the week, 833-FIN, guys. I think it gets a little bit... Almost like you're numb to um, asking for help in in life, especially financially, when the markets are great. It's when the markets turn that most people go, hey, 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 let me look at that statement. Why am I down so much? And you try to get in touch with your financial advisor, sometimes to no avail. That's exactly when we like to step up. We have an exceptional independent team of investment professionals who manage money for us. And that's when we love to have market and economic update meetings. We have a couple chartered financial analysts. Um, we have an expert team, folks, to help you with your wealth. So 833-FIN-GUYS, uh, we'd love to help you. Um, you were talking about the border. You wanted to just mention about the border a little yeah, bit. I think before we get to Maddie, I, I just, yeah. I, I think, I mean, it's it's just, again, common sense, it's gone. Mm-hmm. But the northern border here with Canada, we know that very well because mm-hmm. we're right here. That and, border, and I have clients who have properties, so I right. hear this like literally firsthand. Right. Can't get to our cottage. Right. Put $185,000 into this place. Right. Can't take the grandkids there. They're dying to go. Yeah, I hear and, it. And if you're vaccinated now, you're allowed to go there, but we're not letting any people from there here. Okay. So... <laughs> That's fine. Let's just stick with that. Good policy. I'm okay with it. 
Florida, uh, excuse me, mm-hmm. the Mexican border, we can just walk in and out like it's a country club. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, yeah, come, let's go swimming over here. Let's go do that. Oh, I mean, yeah. You can walk up and down. It yep. makes no sense. that We have great relations with Canada. We don't have great relations down there. Mm-mm. And and the, the it's completely opposite. Right. Where they're walking in, they're, there's, mm-hmm. there's hundreds of them walking down streets. Like you right. said earlier, we don't know where they go once they get here. Oh, no. Could like, be a city near you. Yeah. Um, I mean, it just, am I missing something? Am I Mm-mm. am I missing data, facts? Something? Seems like the, they were strategically being dropped off to places also. They were being dropped off to red states, and then they were then going to the red state governors right. and saying, wait a second, you have a spike right there. And everybody <laughs> right. was like, well, well, you just dropped off busloads of people right i mean you have these these airplanes that are filled right. with migrants that are being shipped into these places and then right. nothing they want more is to blame the red state governors for that yeah. and everybody that's paying attention goes there's no way that you actually believe that that's that red state's fault uh i don't think they do i just think they don't care like yeah. you'll, you'll say yeah. it's like they're yeah. just smacking us in the face with this stuff every single day and you'll say, when is it going to end? I don't think it's ever going to end. Well, I, some interesting data too: forty thousand or forty thousand this time last year. They were, you know, migrants are at the border recovered. Mm-hmm. We're at two hundred thousand the same time this year. And All there's the only, while, there's only one thing that's changed, and that's how we're looking at foreign policy and how we're looking at our response to the border. Right. So, I mean, the Remain in Mexico is now back in force by the Supreme Court. That's a huge deal, and that's protecting Americans because the president won't. Mm-hmm. And, and don't think for one second, I, I said this a couple weeks ago, he's on a podcast of the radio show, terrorists are very smart people. Drug dealers are very smart people, right? Mm-hmm. The, the, the head honchos of these organizations are very smart people. Just wait. When the the Taliban, ISIS K, Al Qaeda, whatever you want to call them, mm-hmm. start sending people down through the southern border because it's wide open yep. and they know that's the easiest way to get them in. Yep. And we have another 9/11 situation because yep. we have zero care about our border. That's right. And it's evident that Kamala Harris, who that is her job, her job was to be at the border. She's not interested. No, she's about as far from the darn border that you could be. She's in Vietnam and Asia. I mean, right. give me a break. Right. Right. I mean, you can't get much farther away. Right. Um, and all the while, this border's wide open. It's like a walk in the park, like yep. you said. Yep. With COVID outbreaks, in their opinion, right? Outbreaks everywhere. Yep. COVID uh, vaccine hesitancy. Yep. And you're just letting people stroll in, likely with COVID. And, she's and, and over, other stuff, by the way. Oh, and other stuff. Yeah. Absolutely. And she's over there talking about climate change. Right. It's, Disgusting. You can't. You can't even make it up. Absolutely well, Ryan, disgusting. that's a root cause. That's why. That's a root cause of, of them coming that's to right. the. That's why American, Afghanistan's yeah. the way it is. Yeah. Root Climate causes. change. Yeah. Yep. Oh yeah. yeah. Maddie from South Carolina. We're going to bring Maddie on. Maddie, you've got Mike and Mike and Ryan. All right. How are you gents doing today? We're doing well. Thank you. Thanks for calling. You got Afghanistan on your mind. Yeah. Um, I'm down in South Carolina. I grew up in a small town south of Rochester, Caledonia. Mm-hmm. Um, spent most of my 20s at Fort Bragg as a reconnaissance paratrooper. Two years of those were in Afghanistan. Wow, thanks for your service. And everything that's coming out on the news, especially the service members of the Marines and the uh, Navy corpsmen, like, it it gets my dag on. I'm going to try and keep my language clean. Yeah. <laughs> we we have a difficulty doing that too, um, so you're, you're I get it. Yeah, thanks for doing that though. Um, it's infuriating. Like this administration is an embarrassment to America, and it makes America look weak. We have the strongest. Like I've trained with the Rangers, 
I, I went to range school. I never went to ranger battalion. Um, I trained with special forces. I trained with Dagon Delta Force. They taught me how to shoot transition shooting. Like we have the most aggressive people and the Taliban are scared of these people. They're scared of us. They called, I was in the 82nd airborne. They called us the circle square tribe because of uh, our patch. And they, they don't want to go toe to toe. That's why they beat up the weak, mm-hmm. the weak women and children. And the men over there are weak also. And I, I'm kind of just calling just to kind of rant and get this off my chest. I don't yeah. mean to take over your show. No, we're happy to have you call. I, I would ask you this, not to put you on the spot, but literally as we sit here today, August 28th, August 31st is, is a, a deadline coming up where yeah. our president said we're pulling out all of our troops on August 31st because he doesn't want to upset the Taliban, right? He's got to go along with the Taliban. What would you do right now, literally, if you could be in a room with all those, those, you know, the, the Secretary of State, President Biden, all the, the generals out there, what would you say we should do right now? Because, I mean, honestly, you might say it all the time. I mean, we can, we can read what we're reading. We can have our opinions. But a guy like you clearly have more insight than we do. What would you do right now? Fire him. Yeah. Fire him all. Um, the, uh, uh, his name escapes me at the moment, but uh, he was a colonel in the Marines, and he put out a video demanding yep. accountability from his, his higher ups and he got fired that's right we saw that today yeah. yep. mm-hmm. that is I'm, complete bs do you think now is the time that maybe we should be concerned about quote-unquote white rage or maybe should we be concerned about what's going on in afghanistan because it seems like right. they're so concerned Tal- about let's call it taliban rage or isis rage maybe that's more important to think about right mm-hmm. maybe yeah. that would be high on the list and i and i appreciate you calling in especially for the insight of this I mean, it, it seems like the the priorities are so misguided, and, and Robbie De Niro touched on it earlier between social justice and and wokeism and stuff like that. <laughs> diversity training, exactly. Diversity training. I mean, <laughs> when you're in the military, I don't think. I mean, and and you can tell me if I was wrong. Do you did you care at all what the guys in your group that you went over there with looked like? Did you care what the diversity quota was, or <laughs> it was who was going to have your back to no. do the job? I didn't care as long as they could do the job. I'll, I got your back. You got my back. Yeah. You know, you know, they call it got my six. Mm-hmm. Got my back. If if you can do your job, hell, I I, I don't care. Yeah. If you can do your job and do it well. Let's rock and roll. Yeah, and we all used to agree with that concept. That's the insanity that we live in now, though. We can't even agree with that. Like it's about life or death. We, if you can protect me. I'm with you. You, you know, you've got my six. I've got yours. But we can't even agree on that anymore. I'll give you the last word, Maddie. All right. I'm, all this wokeness, like I, I just said, I think we were talking over each other, and I apologize about that. But um, all this wokeness is just weak-minded people needing something to bitch about mm-hmm. and feeling that they're victims so they can bitch more. Yeah. Like, whatever. Yep. Yep, I'm with you. Thanks. Don't be a stranger, okay? We'd love to hear more of your insights. You've got a lot of uh, background that I admire, and and we really do thank you for your service. Yeah, well, no, pre- no question about it. You're you're one of those dudes that will take your call every single week if if you could call in because we really appreciate and we appreciate your comments because they're very insightful. They're not they're not just emotional. They're very very pragmatic and and intelligent comments. So. 
Um, for guys like us, we especially, uh, you know, appreciate it. Yep. <laughs> we weren't there. We've never done it. And uh, to and hear from you. We're certainly not tough enough to do it either. So right. No, 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 no. Yeah. I know for sure Maddie is tougher than <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Thank you, Maddie. I'm just going to say this. I've yep. got people um, in western New York, Rochester, Batavia mm-hmm. area, and that's why I still listen to Wham 1180. And I, I tuned in today just to kind of see what was going on in the area and heard what y'all were talking about, and I was like, I, I got a call. I'm so glad you did. Don't be a stranger. I will, No, I won't. I won't. Thank you. Awesome. Maddie from South Carolina, and uh, just great comments. I mean, yeah. I, I'm i telling you, I, I, I really I get almost emotional thinking of the brave people like him, like the many that we continue to talk about, David Bellavia, Robbie De Niro. Well, uh, I mean, <laughs> excuse I mean, me, I told you, I, even, you know, former military members in our office, right? right. I, I mean, you could tell this week mm-hmm. when the news came that they were mm-hmm. irritable and, and, and upset. Yep. And, and visibly, you could you could just see it in their face that they just were sick to their stomach, right? And yep. I, 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 I'm irritated, angry, upset, mad, any word you want to use. Yep. And I didn't fight for our country. I could only imagine how those that have feel. It's got to be completely... Yeah. 150 times more than you know I feel. No doubt, it's people like Maddie though that if you think about it, that's why when the when you know the Biden administration says, well, the Taliban said that August 31st, you know, they're not giving us leeway on there. It's mm-hmm. people like Maddie is why I say I don't care what the Taliban thinks. Right, right. That's I have exactly people right. like that. We have people like Robbie De Niro. We have people like David Bellavia. I don't care what the Taliban has to say. But since when do we take orders from anybody? <laughs> I don't care if it's Russia, China, I know. whatever. I mean, since when do we take orders from anybody? That's not how this works. Right. Uh, maybe I missed our history classes as right. a kid, but I, I thought we were in charge. That's right. right? It's, it's our world. We're in charge. And Americans yeah. aren't good at taking directions. No. No, no. <laughs> so. We're going to take a quick break. And uh, one person we always follow orders from, Charlie Sparaza. <laughs> And Mike, don't tell me you don't listen to your father, Charlie Sparaza, every word he says, uh, right? With bated breath, follow every instruction to a T. Charlie's the, the example. He's the, he's the exception. <laughs> maybe maybe you don't to listen Charlie. to Charlie, but you do listen to your mother because we I all do. do. No, mom wins. Mom, mom, wins. mom wins every <laughs> argument, every everything yeah. she wants, she gets. Yeah, I listen to Charlie. He's not my dad. <laughs> He scares the heck out of me, okay? No, he doesn't. <laughs> Charlie Sparaza coming up right after this quick break, and then Bill and Dolores. Don't go away. You're going to be on deck, and uh, I guess in the hole. Is that what it is? Yeah. When you're third? Yeah. Yeah. See, yeah. 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 Baseball. Baseball guy. Baseball lingo. Yeah. I get it. Yeah. All right. You got Mike Hayflick, Mike Sparaza, and Ryan Norton here in studio. We are the financial guys this week, uh, filling in for Mike Lomas and Glenn Wiggle. Don't go away, folks. We have one more short uh, segment coming up. You're listening to The Financial Guys. To reach Glenn and Mike now, call 803-0930, toll free at 800-616-WBEN, and cell calls are free at star 930. Now, here's Glenn Wiggle and Mike Lomas. The eradication of institutional racism and white privilege perpetuated by white supremacy culture. Hard to read this much with a mask on. Furthermore, stand behind its adoption of curricular materials that adhere. Oh my. Okay, so hypocrisy in huge, huge, bold capital letters with exclamation points endlessly, right? 
Ryan found this. This is what? This, give us a little bit of a layout of who this woman was. Just a little, little <laughs> background here. It's actually it's baffling, isn't it? So a little background of this. This is uh, one of the person uh, in charge of making decisions for mandates for the school. And okay. as she's reading about how everything is white supremacy, racism, X, Y, and Z, she she literally and everybody just heard there. She makes the comment that it's hard to read and breathe in these masks, and okay. she takes the masks off okay. and continues with her speech. And it's like you you are telling everyone else to wear a mask, and you can't yep. even make it through what you're trying to say with the mask on because you can't breathe. And 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 teachers are supposed to do the same thing. Uh, and do read alouds and 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 mimic exactly. and model for the students, but students are supposed to do the same thing. It it just doesn't uh, uh, honestly. You just can't make this stuff up anymore, folks. The people making the rules can't even do what they're telling all of us to do, or they choose not to do uh, it. I right? was going to say, in, in a lot of cases, they they don't want to do they what they're telling right. us to do. They yeah. just yeah. apologize later yeah. and, and say, "Well, you know, we're all human. Yeah, we all make mistakes." Poor, poor, poor uh, lack. You know, it was just bad. I shouldn't have done that. I'm sorry. I, I don't know what slipped my mind. It was I didn't only think me about it. and 25 other people. Yeah. That's all. Poor, uh, poor judgment. Yeah, maybe just me and my mates maybe they were sophisticated like oh, those right. those who attended the obama if you pay enough for oxygen you know obama right. party right yeah. oh my so on that note charlie <laughs> um right. if you were listening a little bit ago uh just minutes ago um we were saying that uh you know whatever you say goes and michael of course always listens to you and so does your wife is that true <laughs> <laughs> Actually, I get my orders from my wife, and then I distribute them to the rank. <laughs> so she's the general. I get it. <laughs> Commander-in-chief. She'd actually be a much better commander-in-chief than what we have right now in the United States. There's no doubt about that. Hell of a guy. I like him. <laughs> He's a hell of a guy. Hell of a guy. Hell of a guy. What's going on this weekend? All right. So let me give you a little quick, couple of quick tips, and it's a little disheartening. Mm -hmm. So 60% of the American public, imagine this are underinsured or don't have any insurance at all. How's that for a stack? Wow. And I'll give you a better one. Within 30 days of the, de of the death of the breadwinner, uh, mm -hmm. that family's already feeling the economic effects. All oh, my gosh. We didn't do a plan. We didn't plan for this. Mm -hmm. You could plan for death or disability even. It's so easy to do, right? Yeah. And everything else pales in comparison, right? So if you, you've got it covered in case you pass, you've got it covered in case you become disabled, any other little, you know, like I'll say like job loss, you could probably overcome job loss. You can't often overcome disability or you can't certainly, uh, <laughs> you can't recover from death. And so, well, if you do, I need to have a chat. <laughs> If anybody could do it, I think it'd be you, Charlie. But, <laughs> but yeah, to your point, um, what do you think the problem is? Do you think people are resistant to it, or they're not talking to the right people? It's, it's here's what they try. They, they, they. A lot of you know, because you know, today everything's the internet. So, everybody mm -hmm. tries and they go on, it, and then they get a little flustered, or they start the process. Sixty. Listen to this. Sixty-five percent of the people start the process online, mm -hmm. never finish it. Because it gets too overwhelming because then well, what they mean by this is what does that mean? And then they stop. Right. Once you're not sure what you're doing, it's natural for you to stop. I agree. Sure what I'm doing. Why should I continue? And not, not only that, not only do they stop if they buy it online, and, and it's very similar to what I do, people that shop online don't know what they're buying. So even if they do buy something, who knows if that's the right thing? I want to give you a quick example. I had a guy just – he just came in yesterday. We had talked to him a month ago. His 
union president told him, look, go on, uh, select quote, get it all done. Well, he did exactly that. So here's what happened at the end of the day. First, it was discovered he had a lump in his neck. Okay, it was no big deal. He had surgery, had it done. Then he went again. He tried it again with them. And then they told him, well, you have this issue and you have that. So now yesterday's in my office. What are you going to do for me? I said, if you have those issues, exactly nothing. You're going to get exactly what he told you. Well, we could have done this a month ago. But I'm going to tell you this. Here's what they did not do, most likely. They did not go out to his doctor to verify whatever it is. Because sometimes the stuff on the Internet, mm-hmm. this, the Medical Information Bureau, mm-hmm. that's there. But there's no, there's no history for it. There's no mm-hmm. up to say, okay, we had this. We checked. It was all benign. It was nothing. It was zero. But he didn't do that. But yesterday he came in. And so we took the application yesterday. I showed him everything on the screen. Here are your choices. Here's what could happen if it's this rating, this rating, or that rating. <laughs> He said, See, more than I got on the internet. I said, well, you should have been here first. So you got to go much farther than the internet or an 800 number, folks. I mean, that's absolutely the message here. And there's no one better than Charlie Sparaza in our office. You can reach Charlie 833-FIN-GUYS. Um, guys, I mean, if you get married, you should look at life insurance. If you then have children, you need to look at life insurance. And if you have a lot of wealth, folks, you definitely want to talk to Charlie about life insurance because Talk about the ability to leverage the wealth you have today for your family. And I don't mean just your children, but maybe your grandchildren and great-grandchildren. Charlie has some exceptional advanced strategies that you're going to want to talk to him about. So, uh, all right, Charlie. Well, thanks. I'm going to get to Bill and Dolores here before the show's over. I always feel bad if I don't. So thanks for your call in. He's not life insurance, by the way. (laughs) He's not life insurance. All right. Thank you. (laughs) All (laughs) righty. Charlie Sparaza, um, right in our office. We've got about ah, four and a half, five minutes left. I'm going to go right to the phone lines. Bill in Eden, thanks for uh, your patience, sir. Hey, thanks. Yeah, considering the terrible things that we just saw recently with our troops, I saw this article in the Epic Times, and if your blood isn't boiling already, I just wanted to apprise you of this. Mm-hmm. It says, the United States is housing or prepared to house Afghan nationals fleeing their country at seven military bases in America military officials announced Friday. Four bases had already been tapped to temporarily provide shelter for refugees. Joint Base McGuire-Dix Lakehurst in New Jersey, Fort Lee in Virginia, Fort McCoy in Wisconsin, and Fort Bliss in Texas. The Department of Defense has authorized three additional bases to accept refugees, Pentagon spokesman John Kirby told reporters in Washington. And get this, they are the U.S. Marine Corps Base in Quantico, Virginia, Fort Pickett in Virginia, and Holloman Air Force Base in New Mexico. The expansion of the number of bases able to house the evacuees means up to 50,000 50, can be accepted, according to Kirby. And it says a little later on in the article here, um, the vast majority are Afghans. Authorities are using special powers to waive the visa requirements for some of the Afghans. Unbelievable. Well, and here's the thing, too. We can't even properly vet the, the, the southern border, and no. now we're just going to bring people in that we have no idea who they no are idea. or what they're doing. And, again, I always use this example. It took me 14 months to get a pistol permit. Mm-hmm. Right. 14 months. Mm-hmm. They had to do research on me, who's lived in the United States for 29 years, right? They, it took them 14 months to get all that done. But yet they can vet people from the southern border mm-hmm. and from Afghanistan in an hour? Uh, I no. just don't buy it. Of course they can't. Go to Canada, right? 
right crossing the border thanks right. for those facts today bill that was that was awesome and and i think it does it definitely shines a light on the hypocrisy but how absurd right we're going to end up with these types of people and not that every afghani is bad but if there's one out of a hundred that's bad it's like having a, a hundred M&Ms uh, in front of you, and I tell you, one of them is poisonous. It likely kills you. Right. Are you gonna Are you gonna eat any of those M&Ms? Like we should not be letting any of these people in. As we, he was reading, I was literally thinking, good, bad, or indifferent. We will have no idea who these people are. It's it's brutal. Can Bill, just, thanks for calling. <laughs> can we just fix our country first? Is that possible? Can we work no. on our country before we help everybody else's nope. problems and bring them here? No, I think the left <laughs> knows that there's fewer and fewer people in our country right now that agree with them. So they need more people from outside yeah. who love America. It's far better than the countries they live in. They need them for their votes. We're going to go to Dolores, and uh, Dolores, you're going to wrap up our show here today. you got about a minute. Okay. <laughs> I wanted to tell you there are a couple things that are going on relative to the masks. Mm-hmm. None of these people that are making these judgments have been elected by us. Mm-hmm. They have no right to tell us what to do, number one. We have to stop them and get them quiet. Number two, I called Chris Jacobs, my representative in my area, and I told him, we don't want uh, uh, Joe Bama mm-hmm. and Cackle Harris, yeah. as far as I'm concerned, to be in office. Try them for treason. This is enough of be a nice guy and resign or whatever else to have, have them do. And one of the interesting things... Um, that I want to complain about, and everybody needs to know, the sheriff is the only legal law enforcement agency in our country. Got, you got it, and I, I'm going to have to stop you there. And and well said, Dolores. <laughs> Don't be a stranger. Uh, we're coming up on the end of our show. Uh, thanks for tuning in today, folks. Uh, Mike Sparaza, Ryan Norton, I'm Mike Hayflick. Thanks to our special guest, Robbie De Niro, and, and the participation of all of the callers. Folks, thanks for listening to the Financial Guys Radio Network.